Today we're going to talk briefly about analytical response writing. This style of writing has the following definition. A critique is an analysis of and a commentary on another piece of writing. It generally focuses on technique as well as on content. A critical response essay or interpretive essay or review has two missions. To summarize a source's main idea and to respond to the source's main ideas with reactions based on your synthesis. For an essay in this style, you'll be asked to select usually an article and write a critical response. That critical response will focus on arguing in support or against the writer's various points and ideas, as well as analyzing their style and approach to the topic. While exploring these topics, you'll ultimately gain a better sense of what the writer was trying to do, offer your own criticism or support, which should lend itself additional insight into the topic. This next section is going to cover pre-writing and formatting for this paper. One thing to consider when you sit down to kind of start the thought process for how do you want to approach this is the more pre-writing you do, the more organization you do ahead of time, the easier the writing will end up being. All right, there is a chance that you might piecemeal this together, writing different sections, moving things around, copying and pasting, cutting and pasting to kind of get a good sense of how you want to organize it at the end. So this might be a paper where you're actually writing the middle of the paper before you write the beginning and so on. And that's okay because with the technology you have, moving paragraphs, moving sections around is extremely easy. So pre-writing, first thing to do is summarizing. What are the main points, ideas, or arguments of the work? Second thing to look at is analyzing. To help generate content for analysis, consider the following question. Does the work achieve its purpose fully or partially? And then organization, the length of your essay and whether your response to a single passage or to an entire work will vary with the assignment. Regardless of the length and breadth, all critical responses include the following basic elements. Okay, so let's look at this next section here and we went over this in your notes, but we do have a suggested format. All right, each of these sections are very important. They might be more than a paragraph or two, but for sake of the argument, let's just assume that they're each one paragraph. You're gonna have an introduction paragraph where you're gonna have an intro, a topic, a theme of the issue. It could be descriptive, it should be creative, and obviously factual. The next segment's gonna be a summary of the article. This is usually about one paragraph. Make sure to state the writer's name and the article title in the first or second line, very important and then fully explain the main points and ideas. The next section would be your analysis. This could be anywhere from one to four or five, uh, six paragraphs, depending on what your assignment is, okay? Here you're gonna evaluate the evidence and ideas expressed in the article while exploring your own thoughts and opinions. While analyzing the text, you have to use quotes, okay? It's very important, both indirect quotes and direct quotes need to be in this section. So regardless whether you have one paragraph of analysis or 10 paragraphs or analysis, you need to frequently be referencing the text. So make sure that you're properly citing your sources, uh, making sure that you understand how this process is working. We'll continue to go over this in class, but if you write an analysis section that ultimately doesn't shed any light on the text itself, doesn't have quotes or even indirect quotes, you're leaving a lot on the table. So it's extremely important when you set this paper up that you start off with a strong introduction where you're introducing exactly uh, what the topic is, the theme is, 
Then you move to a summary section that's reviewing uh, the article itself, introducing the title of the article, the writer's name, and then summarizing their work. If it's a book, it's no different. Okay, where you just the same approach, you're doing a summary of it, you put it there in one or two paragraphs, uh, you don't retell everything, you focus on your main points, and you move forward. Then you get to your analysis section where you're really gonna go back and forth between being critical and supportive. If you wanna go in one direction the entire time, that's your call, that's up to you. But feel confident in the fact that you have the ability to kind of play both sides, ultimately leading to a conclusion which should offer some further insight into your thoughts and feelings on the text. All right, so now I wanna give you is a sample of how I'd approach this. So if I was writing an analytical response essay on an article that is on the Ringer uh, titled, How Will the Biggest Absences from Orlando Impact the NBA Stretch Run by Jonathan Tarks? Uh, my introduction paragraph would be set up to explain what is going on. Why is the NBA being forced to play in Orlando? Why is not all of the players going? And I would really set the tone there, making sure you're establishing the theme that then was explained in Jonathan Tark's article. So you explain the theme first without talking about the article. Then in the summary section of your paper, you then would summarize what was in Jonathan Tark's article. So you'd break down all of his major points. You talk about how he approached it, the tone of his work, the way the uh, article was organized, and then you really wouldn't offer any insight. The next thing you do is your analysis section, which could be anywhere from one to three, four paragraphs, depending on what your assignment is, okay? And in this case, you'd be breaking down what were his main points, you'd be pointing out what you'd agree with, disagree with, offering even hedge points where you might have agreed a little bit and not totally. Those things are very important. You might talk about his tone, you might talk about the stats he uses, maybe things he left out. And that's what you go through for this whole process while pulling out important direct quotes and indirect quotes to support your ideas. Finally, when you get to your conclusion, you're offering additional insight into the topic. Uh, you can be more reflective in nature uh, from a tone standpoint. I do think it's beneficial to tie yourself in in the conclusion. And this style of writing is very unique because it allows you to reference yourself, your thoughts, your opinions. You can use I frequently towards the end of the paper while offering traditional opinion-based analysis. It's a blend of both worlds. I do hope that you really enjoy it. As always, if you pick a topic that's something that you enjoy, you're gonna write better, so always do that. On the day the essay is due, remember to run your paper through Grammarly. Make sure your essay has a proper heading, a creative title, double space 12 font. Make sure all your paragraphs are indented. Make sure each paragraph section starts differently. We want to make sure we have a different start from a wording to a sentence structure of every sentence that starts every paragraph. Make sure to remove any weak words or phrases, anything that you're saying frequently over and over again. Mixing up your wording is key and anybody can do it. Just through the editing process, go back, make sure you're not repeating yourself frequently or using the same words over and over again. Uh, review your final paragraphs, review all of your citations. Uh, make sure in a paper like this, the article title and the writer's name is listed in the first sentence of the second paragraph, which is your summary paragraph. Uh, make sure you have a works cited page. Always review your transitions. 
It always helpful is to have a classmate read your paper and you can read his and we'll move on from there. Make sure essays go in on turnin.com and you should be good to go.